Tequila. Oh, do you have any? I do. I'm just kidding. I don't want to drink. I mean, I can drink. I'm supposed to. I'm not working out tomorrow, so it's kind of let's go at it tonight. Brad Williams, my one of my best friends, my favorite little person, and. Former guest of the pod. Former guest of the pod. Uh, he, I can say this now. He was tapped to host a Cirque du, Soleil, Cirque du Soleil show in Las Vegas for three months this summer. And? And uh, so he asked me to go with him to a Cirque du Soleil show at Staples or Crypto tomorrow. Uh, so and there's, so I can only imagine that the seats are going to be a pretty, a pretty nice. Have you ever been to one? I have not, and I'm super excited. And the words, do you want to get super high and go to this show? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. I went to a Cirque du Soleil show once, and it was like in a pop-up tent in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay. Because they, they're usually traveling, and they'll do it like that. And like sometimes it'll be in a tent by Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, and they had a big tent out in Burbank for a while. Yeah, I think that was just because the Ikea was getting bugged. <laughs> The IQ was being bugged by the feds? No, what do you call that when they uh, fumigated? Oh, fumigated. <laughs> Anti-bugged. Yes. You're going to, when you go see Cirque du Soleil, you're going to, well, probably not surprised, but you're going to think to yourself, that guy could suck his own dick quite a bit. Like in a, like in a, oh, that guy can actually do that kind of way or like I'm going to be upset with him and I, therefore I'm like saying euphemistically that he can go suck his own dick. The former. Because they're so limber and oh, yeah. flexible that you're just like, that girl can eat herself out. That guy can suck his own dick. <laughs> Which is another show that they're putting on later. But they had a sex one that was in Vegas, and I can't remember what it was called. But they didn't actually like fucking full penny, did they? Full penny? <laughs> like a fucking lunch order at Italian restaurant. <laughs> Do you at the half or the full penny? Um... Yeah, they're really fun to watch, though. That's pretty crazy. No, I'm very excited. Uh, That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be super nice. And so, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. Congrats to Brad. Congrats to Brad. Congratulations. <coughs> uh, how was your workout today? Oh, I was. Uh, it was. Gooey. Hard man, it's just coming out both ends, isn't I it? I know they kind of just rang me dry. <laughs> uh, it was You're gonna good. stain that rug. <clears throat> I think my butthole's lined up with one of the black parts, but, the, but still, though, brown on black, you're gonna it almost makes it worse. Nah, it's flecked. Look at this. Look at the flex. <laughs> he wouldn't even know that I put in more flex. Uh, did we talk about your new gym last time? Mm hmm. Okay, so uh, class at the Mayweather gym today was difficult. It's always hard. Yeah. You well, know, when you're throwing punches, that's it's a lot of cardio, which I really enjoy, but I just, my heart, my face is still probably the same color as my shirt. 
It's it's close. Yeah. But you still you got that head warmth thing going. Oh yeah, I had I took a shower and then I had to like blow dry my hair because it was like covered in it was just wet with sweat. Oh, hey. Well, I'm sure the blow dryer didn't help. Did you go cool blow dry. Well, you have to do hot blow dry to get the heat to get the moisture out of it, and then you got to do the cool to just cool your head down. Oh, there you go. There's a routine. So you got to suffer first. Yeah. And then go right into it. I mean, regardless, it's all it all feels gross. But yeah. I do I enjoy the class. It's fun. Well, that's great. It's every time I'm working the bag, he always comes over to me. He was like, All right, and gives me his mitts. <laughs> and then I forget the combo immediately. <laughs> like I'm nailing it on the bag and he's like, Let's do it. And I was like, uh, what was I? <laughs> I'm supposed to do the, <laughs> the shuffle ball change? Shuffle ball change. I did the Charleston. He just stared at me. I know. And then I did the fucking, what do you call this one? That's the Charleston. No, the Charleston is this. Nope. I, first of all, have a degree in musical theater, and I had to take a Broadway dance class. Well, then at one point, the Charleston goes from whatever the fuck you did to going to leg cross. No, that's not what it's, where your hands, okay, what I'm doing is I'm a hands on my knees, and you bring your knees together, and your hands switch knees. You keep doing that. I think that's called the, uh, that's called the Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, they saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> what is the dance where your hands are on your knees? Because in that electric slide song, he goes, hands on your knees, hands on your knees. It. Hold on. Hold on. There. It's a whole dance. It's not just a move. Oh, so it's part of the Charleston? Yeah. Because the Charleston, I know, is where you do. I'll do it. Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. But now they're doing that part. Yeah. I nailed it, by the way, if anyone was wondering. But yeah, I think the Charleston is several moves. I think you're right. It does say this is the bee's knees part of the Charleston, so I'm wondering what the other part's called. The he's knees? The she-she's and the pee-pees. Yes, Chris. It's the she-she's and the pee-pees. That's right. (laughs) You were complaining about your office chair. Yeah, well, okay. So, uh, as we've talked about before, I I took another gig because I was bored. Because comedy's five hours a week. I'm a little winded. From the Charleston thing? Just a little. Well, that's all right. You're probably just still a little kicked up from the class. Go on. Uh... But now I'm putting in some pretty hard labor at the desk, and it's. Uh, I think I want to. I think I want one of the big ones that are all super comfy and stuff. Yeah, they're very expensive. Yeah, but I also want one that's kind of, you know, aesthetically pleasing that doesn't look like I got it at Office Max as well. Yeah. So that's, I got a new. I did that at the beginning of 2021. Uh, when I realized the pandy was going to be around for a while and work from home was going to stick, was we're going to stick to that. Yeah. And so I was sitting on a chair that I got at a flea market that was just made of wood and covered in fabric. And there was like no batting or cushion to it whatsoever. And I was like, I was going to work out and I was like, why does my spine hurt? <laughs> and then it was just like my ass would go numb. And then I got, I got a nice, it's velvet. Nice. I can sit cross-legged in it. She spins, except my everything in my apartment rolls to the left. <laughs> so if I'm not locked onto my desk with my feet, I do, I do, I do move. Ah, uh, the ills of a, of living in a what a hundred eight year old building or something. 
It's a 95. No. Yeah. 95. <coughs> yeah, she ro- I roll left. <laughs> if I don't have like one of the fifth legs of the chair, like stuck to one of the legs of the you desk. You got to chalk your wheels. I got to anchor a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Because not only will I roll left, my chair will also pivot left. And uh, I look stupid in a lot of Zoom meetings. I will say that because they're just like, why is she slowly looking away? Like the Ken Burns filter. Right. Or they think I'm like possessed or like she's unwell. Is this a bit? Is she doing a bit? She just keeps going left. We get it. You're going left. If she doesn't drop this fucking NASCAR joke, (laughs) I swear to God. Oh, man. How was your weekend? Oh, first off, welcome back. I was going to say, yo, we should probably say welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, it's the One Millionth Podcast. That's Andy Porter. That's Chris Porter. We're siblings. Yeah. You know our parents. They've been on this thing. They've been on this thing. Mom said like eight words. Yeah. She doesn't like the attention. No, she does not. Man, as soon as the mics are off, though, it's just talkity talk talking. But she's funny. We She's love her to hilarious. death. What's up, mom? Uh, tell us about your weekend. Let's do socials. Oh fuck yeah! Let's just knock them out of the park. Because I've been getting since we've been doing it at the top. I'm we're, I'm banging out those followers. You're banging out those followers. Not so much on Twitter, but definitely on Instagram. I think Twitter's done. I don't think anyone wants to talk about it. I think it's turned into just this fucking cesspool. Cesspool of just hate and politics and anyway, because most comics are done with it. Really? I mean, with the exception of like Mark Norman and shit like that. But it's like, because it doesn't matter what you type anymore. If you tweet anything, someone's going to find offense to it or tell you to go fuck yourself or tell you why you're a British cigarette. And you know what? I just don't want to deal with (laughs) it. Or a bundle of sticks. Or a bundle of sticks. Um, um, I get that. I think I follow a younger crowd on there that are like, I guess that in that work in the TV world, that's most of the people I follow, and I still find it to be pretty hilarious. And you I know enjoy what else? it. There's not a, there's not negativity in the stuff that I see. It's also just I think people my age retweeting TikToks because yeah. we're all too old to be on TikTok, <laughs> but we know how Twitter works, and so someone will screen cap it, and we're like, well, that's funny. It's well, like how Dad's friend emails memes every Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter, our favorite deep dark website at Andy, wait, at Andy Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one and the words millionth pod. And you can find the pod on Instagram at the words one millionth pod. That's one million with a T-H and P-O-D. And you can find me on both things, Twitter and Instagram at I am Chris Porter. Fuck, what were you saying? Uh, Twitter's done? Yeah. And I'll, here's my thing about that is... Uh, Especially most comics, if they have a really good tweet, they screen cap it and put it on their Insta anyway. So it's like yeah, they for filter sure. themselves for me. I just really like Twitter. Man, I got to be really bored or pooping to <laughs> get on Twitter. I didn't know about the Olathe East shooting until um, I found out about that on Twitter. Really? Yeah. Maybe I do. Yeah, I do find out about most things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or I don't post stuff. Unless I think it's really stupid. Yeah, I do. I always do the post something, and if it doesn't get enough likes in the right amount of time, I get rid of it. 
Hell yeah. No oh, it's, it makes that. me feel so good <laughs> that my past transgressions are erased. You're like, all right, well, so maybe I, maybe I can clarify what I was saying here. It's like when I was in grade school and would change my report card so that it looked like I got a bunch of A's. Yeah. And B's and C's. And not so much the D's and the F's. I have a feeling mom and dad saw right through that. They did, but also mom did not know that I used to forge her signature in grade school. Oh. Because when I was, in, we, they would have to sign our planners oh, okay. at the end of each week. And Man, even if we got to. They really forced those planners down our throats, didn't mm-hmm. they? I loved them. I don't know if like some sort of fucking. Music man esque salesman came through all the schools that year and had a fucking planner song. I got planners here. Right here from Planner City. <laughs> because Starts with a P and that ends with an R and that stands for planner. <laughs> it's it's we're still working on it. Uh yeah, I just remember all of a sudden they're like, Everybody, you gotta learn how to plan things. And I was like, This wasn't a thing last year. I was here last year. Planners well, Chris, they just came out with pens and paper, so you got to cut them some slack. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but okay. So when I started going to St. Agnes, they had checks, and if you got three checks, you got detention. And uh, I got a check. It was my first one I ever got there, and I was supposed to take it home to mom, and they were supposed to sign it. And I, mom, mom and dad were out of town. I was staying with Aunt Jenny. Nice. And so my, I, I did this thing where like you just mom had signed my planner so many times that I had her signature so I just went a couple weeks back and then did it I like rubbed pencil on the back of it and then I just traced her signature on the check and then wrote over that in pen and then erased the pencil see you should get you should get credit just for the amount of work you put into that thank you also when I was in high school I used to write test answers on my thigh under my skirt no way (laughs) Hell I yeah. bet there was some dude that sat next to you every test and was like, not only does she have the answers, but she shows her thigh. It's <laughs> win-win. I'm getting A's and I'm all up in Boner Town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, Mom. That happened. But, but hey. look at me. I'm su- successful. <laughs> Most months. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That's fair. Oh, <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> hey, that's that's man. That was my that's life for biz. the first seven years of fucking comedy. Um, so yeah, how was your Friday? My Friday was good. I wrote this down. My mic keeps sinking, and I just keep going with it. And I was like, my back hurts. <laughs> Ah, oh, my plan is foiled. <laughs> I um. I was trying to get you to do Cirque, get you ready for Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Tryouts are soon. Just keep. Down. I, I have a sister. She's a humpback. She's hump. What? Hump? You got a you got a Notre Dame thing going on, or what do you got? <laughs> um. Okay. So Friday, Sandra and I had been wanting to go to Musso and Frank's since like we wanted to have a last night in the Chateau dinner. And for those of you who don't know. Musso and Frank's is possibly one of now that the Brown Derby has been gone for years, but it was like one of the first old Hollywood. I think it's like 125 years old. It's insane. Yeah. And I might be, I might be wrong, but I've heard stories that uh, like waiters sell their positions. 
What? What do you mean? Like when they quit, they can sell their position to another waiter or something like that. Huh. Because they make so much money. I don't know. That seems stupid now that I say it out loud. Um, But yeah, it's just every from Clark Gable to fucking Sinatra. And like most of that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like that movie starts in that restaurant. Yeah. And Andy and I had been in there once. Like we literally walked in to say hello to our friend Alex and then walked back out. I just kind of. I had been there once before. For some light drinks, and so Sandra and I went for the full dinner. Yeah, and I just assumed it was the name, and it was overrated. Like, I never had any interest in going, and then middle of the dinner, Andy was like, this is the new spot. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and tell them all about it. It was, it was so delicious. It was so delicious. We started with martinis. We split a uh, we split a piece of prime rib because Sandra was like, I fucking want the prime rib. And I was like, well, I'm also just not going to get myself a steak. If you're getting prime rib, do you want to split that? And she was like, hell yeah. So we split that prime rib and we both still had like half of it left for leftovers. It looked like a, you sent pictures. It looked like like the the meat. That they serve dogs like in cartoons, like it was like that thick, like the Flintstone steak. Yeah, like they just throw it out there, like it's obviously like an inch and a half thick. It was the most ridiculously sized piece of meat I've ever it seen. It was so delicious, and it was good. Sides were good. How was the service? Service was good. Service was a little rushed, but we got there at five thirty, so I can see how they wanted to like burn and turn tables. Oh, uh, was it an older staff or was it a? Old staff. Old staff. Old staff. Like 60s? Easily. Like guys are like, I remember when Sinatra came in here, I was a bus boy. <laughs> yeah, the guy that we had. Easy. What happened? Sorry. I'm on a lot of nasal sprays. Did a ghost just punch you in the face? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I see how that looked like that. Jeez, you were just like, you were talking, I was like, man. <laughs> You know when you have like a loogie in the back of your throat and it stops you from being able to like use any oh, yeah. part of it? That's what happened it to me. It locks you. <laughs> yeah, I got real locked up. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, so our server, he was he was like a middle-aged guy, probably in his 40s. Um, I asked for a vodka gimlet and he didn't know what it was. And I was like, it's, uh, it's vodka with a lot of lime juice in it. And man... <laughs> Was there a lot of lime juice in it? <laughs> was it roses? No, no, no. It was oh, all fresh. Okay, good. But Sandra watched me take the first sip of it, and she was like, wow. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> like the cartoons when they get alum. Yeah. Making a lot of cartoon references, and I don't know why. I haven't been watching them at all. <laughs> Maybe because I'm a living one? Maybe. <laughs> so we split the prime rib, which came with a baked potato... That you could get whatever you wanted on it. And he was like, bacon, cheese, chives, butter. And I was like, sour cream. I was like, but dad, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like that, like the office episode where they have the pretzels. Like, can I just, can I get one with all the things? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, oh, and everything? Yeah, we can do the everything. Yeah, I would say dinner was rushed, but maybe it's because Sandra and I were having such a good time because we were there for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, they'd probably make you rush. Um... And that was Friday. Uh, did you do anything after uh, Musso and Frank's? 
Um, yeah, just came back up to the chateau and hung out. Nice. That was pretty much that. Very cool. And then Saturday, I had my friend's prom-themed wedding called Yonda Promda. <laughs> I mean, it's Jewish. You know, I don't know. Well, I just, and I don't mean to sound, I don't mean to be racist or anything. It's spelled J-A-N-D-A. Yes, I don't know what that, I don't know what language that is. He looks Norwegian. Ooh, there it is. Very tall, very pale. Yeah. Very blonde. Also could be Canadian. Looks malnourished. Oh, African. No. Ethiopian? Okay. Maybe. So he, um. Yeah, they got married a year. I talked about this last week, but they got married a year ago. And this is just the party. Yeah. So they rented out this bar in Culver City. And uh, my friends Marley and Aaron and I Ubered down there together. And they're awesome. I hadn't seen them in forever. Aaron's dad played for the Baltimore Colts. Wow. That was a while ago. A while ago. Uh so Aaron is the size of a refrigerator. I love him dearly. <laughs> he also played college ball. He's the best. And then Marley is just a lunatic lesbian. <laughs> I adore. So we got, we pre-gamed to my place, went to the wedding reception prom and everyone, it was, everyone just got so fucked up. <laughs> like so fucked up. So, so, so fucked up. You knew what Yonda meant. And everyone said, Yonda Pabla. It was the first time, like, all of us have hung out at, like, doing a barbecue and, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time any of us had, like, been out together, let alone at, like... Oh, at your own bar, you, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. And, uh... Went nuts. Yeah. We went cuckoo bananas. <laughs> I was, how was the ride home? There was one. There so was one. You, you apparently. <laughs> I had... That was a two-day hangover. And that's like, I think it's like maybe the first one I didn't try to like drink through. Okay. Because on Sunday I was like, Sunday I was pretty worse for wear. <laughs> and so I was just on my couch with like a blanket over my head. Like, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Except, sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I just watched Southern Charm all day. Nice. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a Bravo show that takes place in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. And if you can believe it, they are pretty racist. Nah. I know. In, in a rebel state? And I was texting Brock. I was like, I got some questions. Like a lot of them, their families have been there since the 16th century. Oh, no shit. Our cousin Brock lived in Charleston for some time. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. But uh, people, not so great. Yeah. They're like, you know, they can't swim. There's this one guy. I'm I'm like up already up to like the COVID season. Yeah. And he was like, "I'm not gonna get that vaccine from the government." I saw some on YouTube, and it made this girl she could only walk backwards. <laughs> That's also the same guy who met his life coach, who was an Uber driver. <laughs> made her she could only walk backwards. Literally, he thinks he was like, "I'm not getting some oh. government shot." <gasps> Man, people really just want to believe what they want to believe, man. It's, I think it's so funny. It's fucking... And then I saw something on... Now, since I've been watching all these shows that I just talk about them all the time when I'm with you, that now, like, Twitter suggests to me all the time, like, shitty gossip about Bravo shows. <laughs> 
and they were like, can you believe these two guys from Southern Charm did an Instagram live with Tommy Lauren? And I'm like, yeah, I can. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, and what did you do Sunday? Recovered. Just, Just recovered. Matchmaker. 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 Oh, that's right, because the wedding, I'm sorry, the wedding was Saturday. That's on me. Yeah. I, I jumped a day. Uh, well, that's awesome. I uh, was in, well, first I flew to New York a day early uh, because uh, of my other gig that I'm I'm doing. Uh, I went and met with the dude. The uh, dude. The dude. Hold on. Uh, so, yeah, my buddy picked me up. We went straight to uh, Blind Tiger and had a beer, which is a bar that's owned by a guy from Linwood, Kansas. Huh. And uh, it was a great little bar. And then we went to Joe's Pizza, which is like top 10 on the on the one bite app of all the pizzas. You didn't go to Sparrow? No, I didn't go. To, so their line was out the door. <laughs> Always my favorite place to get a New York slice. <laughs> and then we went back to his place and I met his family. I'd met his wife before, but I met his three young daughters and they were very funny. And uh, they made the entire house up like a hotel. Like they gave me a little paper key. And all the all the rooms had numbers and stuff. Oh, that's so uh, cute. It was, it was so cute. And I had like a little welcome tray. And my buddy was like, I was going to put you downstairs. But my daughter, who uh, the middle one, Abigail, she was she made sure that you slept in her room. And Ugh. I was like, all right. I was a little weird. But uh, then we got so drunk. And <laughs> my buddy's done well, very well for himself. Yeah, he's living in New York. Uh, yeah, right. And up. has upstairs bedrooms. It's well, we were in New Jersey at this point, way out in the sticks ah, even uh, still. of Annandale. And, uh, and so, but very, very nice house and very, one of the greatest record systems I've ever seen in my entire life, like tens of thousands of dollars worth of stereo equipment mm. just for a record. And I was like, and it, it just, you can tell. Like, if you're like, why would you spend that kind of money on it? It's because you can tell. You, you're you in there and you're like, man, I am hearing shit. We were, we were listening to the Allman Brothers live at the Fillmore East. And I was like, I'm hearing shit I've never heard in my entire life. And I've heard this a million times. Mm, you finally heard the uh, theremin. I heard the theremin. And, and also, you can just hear people in the audience going, I'm fucked up, man. This is too, it's too fucked up. I'm so fucked up. Uh... And then this dude just like had everything. Like we were doing bong rips at one point, you know, obviously outside. His kids are, this is very late at night. His kids are long asleep. So is the wife. And uh, we're just laughing. And then we started talking about whippets. Next thing I know, we're doing whippets. Oh, God. And just having the fucking time of our lives, man. And then woke up the next day feeling it (laughs) and uh, fell asleep. Fully clothed, um, woke up, showered, got downstairs, and Justin, my buddy's like, we got, I got a breakfast sandwich, I got this, I got that. I was like, buddy, I just, all I want is a Gatorade. And he's like, I got you. Jesus (laughs) Christ. And so I had a Gatorade, and we just hung out, grabbed a Dunkin' on the way out of town, and then we went up to New York City, and his buddy got us legit floor seats at the Big East tournament. We watched, and uh, that was at Madison Square. First time at Madison Square Garden, I sat floor. It was insane. 
And uh, obviously, I sent you a video. I'll put yes. I'll post a video uh, on the Instagram. It's all over. It's everywhere. It's, he posted it everywhere. It's the great. It was like there were two versions. Even there, there was w- one with your tequila and one without your tequila. Was there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was very happy. Was I was like, how many day. of these did he do? Uh, just the one. One. There's just a hundred of them. It's just a hundred. Well, I've. <laughs> anyway, so it was a very fun day, and then the club. It was. It was just like this weird day where I felt like a super big wig where, yeah, I'm sitting four seats. I'm talking to these guys about this app I'm working on. And then next thing you know, fucking there's a fucking car outside waiting for me to take me to my gig. And I'm like, I can get used to this life. Welcome to being one of the worst kinds of people in New York. What's that? <laughs> a crypto bro. A crypto bro. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we did that. And I went up to West Nyack and did shows. West Nyack! And uh, stayed at the Nyack Hotel, which is, man, it was a really nice hotel, kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And so it was like, luckily they had like a restaurant open, so you could like go down there and eat. But oh, that's it, cool. Otherwise it was... They have uh, a spa? Uh, No, they don't have a spa. Oh, I will tell you this. So weed's legal in New York. Mm-hmm. You can like walk around outside smoking it. Well, you could do that before, to be fair. Uh, Not mm, my friends are trying to get those misdemeanors scrubbed off their <laughs> records for that fantasy football draft in Vancouver. Uh, so, well, now it, it's the funniest thing. We walk into this bodega to get fucking weed and stuff, and there's these girls in front of us, and they obviously like they're locals. They're like, "Where's this guy? Who are you?" Blah blah blah, and they're like. They're like, we need, so apparently the law has been passed in New York that you can only have vapes in mint or tobacco flavored. Like you can't have like, all, like tobacco vapes. Yeah. Okay. But you can't have like, you know, they have like cherry and all right, that Right. Because stuff. kids were, loved the flavors. Yeah. So, uh, well, they still sell all of them. They're just in the back room. Yeah. And, and so. These, but meanwhile, all the weed and shit is out. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on where you can't get an orange vape, but you can fucking buy all the weed you want? And then we walked into one place, cause, and then we found out, because we started talking to the guy. I bet they wanted the mango jewel pods. I bet they did. <laughs> They're really hard to find. I bet, And they look like a couple of mango jewel pod chicks. Yeah, I've heard people just complain about it, and I was like, you should... Just eat a mango. And then hit the, hit and then the jewel? Vo- like, yeah, hit your jewel. Just chill out. They're like, but it's not real mango. It's like this weird, because I don't normally like mango, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, so, yeah. we. It was I just, hate youths. So all, the, so all the laws are like, they haven't set up a marketplace in New York. It's just legal. And obviously in New York City, cops have much bigger things to deal with than whether or not a bodega is selling weed legally or not Mm -hmm. and so like you just walk into any bodega now grab a pack of smokes and a joint and fucking and it'll cost you 29 (laughs) dollars and 20 cigarettes was 25 yeah also fucking stop smoking cigarettes that shit's stupid yeah no buzz some people get a buzz like the first time if you don't smoke them for like if you go a couple days without having one you can you get a buzz every time yeah, but, you know, then you're not really worried about the pack price of a pack, are you, if you're smoking one every couple of days? 
Yeah, that's true. But also, like, all those taxes go to, like, schools and stuff, I think. I don't know. Yeah. And it's also, like, the government saying, hey, man, what if you didn't smoke cigarettes? Yeah. And, and also, you... fuck these kids. And also, fuck these kids. Uh, so, yeah. So, had had some great shows in Nyack. Uh, got to fly out. So, LAX to New York City. Obviously, New York City and back. They fly... Uh, regular sized airplane, but they're all decked out for like a transcontinental flight. So like they actually have a first class and a business class. Mm-hmm. First class has like their own like pod, big ass pod. Right. And then the business has like dual pods. Right. Uh, and then. I saw that. I've seen it. You've seen it. Well, on the way out, I got upgraded, but on the way back, I did not. And I was kind of bummed about it. And then right before we got on the plane, the guy gets on and he goes, uh, this is just for our business class customers, but we have problems with the electronics and some of your seats will not work. Uh, I cannot delay the flight for this. So you will be reimbursed when you get to Los Angeles. And I was like, well, not a bad day to maybe not get upgraded. Cause yeah, I sat in main cabin extra, but my seat reclined. So that's good. Done and done. There you go. Uh, yeah. And then I came home and my buddy Dean Del Rey, uh, offered me literally just about the time I landed. He's like, are you in town? I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you want to go see John Mayer at the forum? Fuck, that would have been so sick. And I'm a newly, listen, I hated John Mayer for a long time and for good reason. Uh, and then eventually you just listen enough to where you're like, this dude's really good at what he does. Are you just mad? Cause you also wanted to run through the halls of your high school. <laughs> no, nah, it's just, but man, when he wrote that song gravity, you're like mother fucker i've been on board since day one i know you have uh anyway so i'm i'm a mayor fan well, i wouldn't say i'm a fan but i don't hate him and i'd love to go see him you're live. a fan it's okay to say you're a fan just say you're a fan i'm a fan so but i also knew i also knew because of the time change that uh i hadn't slept the night before and i didn't really sleep well on the plane but i think a lot of that's because of the eggs i had at the admiral's club that gave me a bit of the gas oh and uh I, I felt like I had to pee, and then I was like, oh, no, I got to fart. And then you just got to keep sneaking them out. You know what I'm saying? You just got to kind of, like, get it to where, like, it doesn't make any noise, and then sometime it does, and then you got to, like, act like it's the seat, and everyone knows it isn't, but <laughs> you got to play the game. Uh, to be fair, none of them stank. It was all for it was a lot of bark, no bite. Ugh. But man, was it uncomfortable. Man. Anyway, I didn't sleep a lot on that flight. Can't believe those free airport eggs did that to you. <laughs> you think if you'd get them out of a trough, they'd be pretty good. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe. What did we learn? <laughs> it's not the first time I've eaten the trough eggs. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going back. You know what I also have I, I've eaten at a fucking Admiral's Club? Trough fucking... Penny Alfredo that you get to put on toppings yourself. Oh, that's not bad. You know, it's not trough. It's a chafing dish. No, it's a crock pot is what it is. It's like one of those. I know what a chafing dish is. Like where they oh, it's like, a crock pot? Yeah, it's like a full-on digital of readout of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> There's just a bunch of water at the bottom. No, these were very dry. These were very dry. <laughs> But sometimes that does happen. Sometimes you're like, nope, they're below the waterline. Can't eat those. And they're not, it's not a crock pop. You know what I'm talking? It's basically an electric chafing dish. Yeah, I'll just move on. (laughs) I get it. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) 
<laughs> they stopped serving the donut holes, and I'm really mad about that. Can we talk about that for a hot second? It's all savory now at the Admirals Club. There's no sweet in the morning. Well, maybe they got sued because someone got the beat us. Dude, donut holes are not going to give you. Do you know how many just donut holes you'd have to eat at just. You're like, oh, I just ate sugar at the Admirals Club. And then there's just pictures of them on a mound of fucking donut holes. And then cut to an hour later and they're gone and he's just laying there miserable. He's just eating. Now he's just ripping up packets of sugar. <laughs> just <laughs> poured him down his feet. Yeah. You did this, American Airlines. Just grabbing five at a time and doing the twop, 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 twop. Rip. <laughs> but anyway, I, I did. Br- I knew in my heart of hearts that I was not going to make it to 830, no matter how much I wanted to. And you know how I get when I get tired. I definitely didn't want to. Oh, you turned into the pleasantest person. <laughs> So I was like, I don't want to be that person, you know, backstage at a, you know, because I knew we were going to be sitting close. I know Dean and John are friends, uh, but so I said no, and sure enough, four thirty p.m., Chris was down for the count. Nice. And uh, then yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, just a lot of fun in New York City. New York City. Get a rope. Man, we've been doing this for a minute, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what time it is? 9.10. Guess what, uh, you know, abstract time it is? Salvador Dali's melting clocks. 100%. It's listener mail time. That's pretty abstract. That was pretty good, though, my little Salvador Dali. It was very educated. On the nosy. Uh, did we, sorry, did we do the Australian one last week? I don't know what that means. Do we get an email? Did I read the email from the Australian guy? Still don't know. Uh, this next one's from our good friend Bradley. Bradley Cooper? Uh, no, this guy is Bradley with two E's. You know why it's two E's? Because he's Australian. We talked about him before. He's, he's emailed before. Oh. Um. Brad Lee. Brad Lee, all one word. Uh, uh, he says, more Aussie greetings. Hey, Chris. Good day. No, let me back that up. Hey, Andy plus Chris. Woohoo! Question mark. And then he says next to it, interrobang, in parentheses and quotes. What's an interrobang? I don't know. Is that when the cops ask you a bunch of questions and then they fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> That's also what they play at the end of that. <laughs> That's really funny. I high five myself. You should get. You should get this. Oh no! <laughs> you already got that. Oh, okay. You should get this. Yay! Yeah. No, the want want was for the guy that got interrogated and then fucked <laughs> by the cops. Uh, this is Bradley from Melbourne. Bradley says again. Melbourne. Last time I wrote, I said I was working my way through your back catalog. I got all the way back to the start a few weeks ago, and I've seldom laughed so much. What a roller coaster of madness. Fucking thank you. Side note, I was so excited to make you say interrobang, but during my journey through your old episodes, I found that someone already did it. Oh, oh well, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> well, I did. We don't remember, I so. Don't, 
Uh, to be also, honest. Also, did I make this? I think there's very high odds that I made the same joke the last time. Oh, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> we're just joke jukeboxes. You just poke us in the right places. I just wanted to let y'all know that I edited the Wikipedia page for Spanish Flea to include your hilarious outros. Oh, I was like, the drug? <laughs> Spanish Fly Dum Dum. Uh, the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> no, it's a that's the cover band. Oh my God, that's so exciting Whatever. about the Wikipedia page. <laughs> there was already a section for podcasts and I felt yours really needed to be brought to the attention of nerds that read up on almost 60-year-old songs on the interwebs. Again, thanks for the endless laughs. You two are so awesome together. Listening to the old episodes, it was hilarious hearing Andy's Back Attack Snacks promo go from the current, more subtle reading to the era of sounding like Eric Cartman, then back to the early readings that were like a death metal singer. <laughs> Chris, I hope when the world gets a little bit more unfucked, you can venture down under for some shows one day. I would love to do that. Uh, for you know what they have a lot of in Australia? In Straya? What? Snakes. Well, I won't, I won't go to that part. Um, I hate to tell you, but it's that they're in every part. It's in all the parts. Wow. A lot of a lot of snakes. The most poisonous snakes on the planet are in Australia. Oh, to be fair, the most poisonous snakes on the planet are in the sea. Okay, Jeff. Also, there are spiders as big as your hand, like naturally occurring. Well, we'll get to that later. Uh, no, I do. Listen, for a long time, I traveled to what's called what I like to call Europe light, which is uh, London, Ireland, Amsterdam. I mean, that's still Europe. I think I would say that's more the crown jewels. I did have a lot of fun. Uh, and I did go to Amsterdam when it was like the only place weed was legal. I don't. It was the 1940s. God damn it, I hate you. The flight took 20 hours. Uh, anyway, uh, Bradley says, fuck you. Come on by to Melbourne. Oh, before he does end uh, saying the Aussie fans will roll out the red carpet for me. And test their liver limits, the livets. <laughs> oh, that's an old joke of yours. That's an old joke of mine. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. He quoted an old joke of mine. That's cute. People do it sometimes. I got real stuffed up all of a sudden. You get punched in the face by a ghost? <laughs> I think I might have. Who's in here punching us? <laughs> I kind of think someone died in here before I moved in. Really? I don't know. Really? I don't know. I think they have to tell me, right? No, because if, if you buy it, they have to tell you. I think. It, I don't know. Um. Well, this. So you remember the guy? Uh, he his girl's Prius blew up, so he bought her. I think he bought her that Mustang or whatever. Mm. And uh, we asked, and we even asked him, like, oh, how, snow how, did tires. The, how did the Prius blow up? Was it the battery? Was it that kind of thing? Well, he replied. Casey did. Uh, Dear Chris Ampersand, that's, that's a word. Andy, comma, also a word. You asked what happened to my girl's Prius. Basically, the head gasket blew. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, basically. Uh, my head gasket has blown a few times. Uh, kind of. Basically, the bottom. Part of the bottom half of the engine and the top half of the engine come together uh, at the very end of of an assembly, and uh, 
the head gasket is the gasket that sits but in that gap. You know what I'm saying? When yeah, they, I wish y'all could see what he's doing with his hands. When they and I'm being very basic about this to get through this. So yeah, so imagine like the engine kind of is in half. It gets put together that the two halves get put together and then the gasket is put in between those two halves. That gasket very important and when it blows is pretty much the end of your engine uh and uh, because that's all why the, they say don't blow a gasket don't blow a gas but definitely not a head gasket so uh <clears throat> so that's what happened to his uh prius so that can happen to any engine uh internal internally combustible uh, and now he says the horrible battery gets leaked dangerous materials into the ground for the next thousand years. So that's there's that added bonus. Well, hopefully you parted it out. Maybe someone will get a little bit of that back in battery. You know what I'm saying? Little well, bit. also those Priuses have all those precious metals in the uh, yeah in the starter, right? Uh, maybe probably also in the battery. I would I would imagine there's pre- some pretty precious metals in there. What's the What's the thing that everyone's stealing out of cars? Catalytic converters. Yeah, yeah. The those catalytic are... converter on a Prius has a lot of precious metals. Well, all catalytic converters do. Oh well, theirs are more special, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, we're listening to old episodes, and I realize your mnemonic device for your soundboard is A A B Boogie C Clap and D Drum. Glad to be helpful. No, that is not what it is. Is A is uh, applause. No, 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 no. A is sad trombone. Uh, B. Sad trombone. Oh, no, he is red. That, oh, because, oh. No, that, that makes sense. Sorry, man. I misread that. Uh, but I already have my own mnemonic device, uh, which is spelled with a P, by the way. It's, uh, it's working so well. <laughs> Hatching, machi. You know what you need? A little boogie. <laughs> Our next guest on tonight's. <laughs> anyway, Casey says, fuck you, come on, bye, because the pony race offer still stands, especially once we move to Kansas. Oh man, can't wait. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of places to race your fucking Mustang in Kansas. Because there are no hills or turns for a lot of it. <laughs> uh, this next one's from. You want to do another one? Mm, no. Okay. How long? We've been recording for like what? Forty uh, minutes. Three hours. Forty-eight minutes. Look at us. Yeah, we need to. Let's we get need to the move fuck on. out of here. What are yeah. you even talking about? This stuff still for Andy. <laughs> uh, this and, stuff still for. Yep, the stuff still for. Anyway, this stuff is brought to you by. You know what to do. Go to the website, put in the promo code one millionth pod, you get twenty five percent off your whole order. Do it. <laughs> uh when you go to backattacksnacks.com, you buy four things. Oh, I'm gonna restart that. Wow. Go ahead. When you enter in the promo code one millionth pod, that's all words one million with a TH and a POD. You're gonna get twenty five percent off your whole order. That's if you buy eight things, two mm. of them bitches is free. You know, I just said most of that, right? No, I don't. Sorry. I just said everything but the comparison. So. Huh. Good job. You're welcome. So. Sorry, I was trying to decide what story to do. Well, here's. here's what, I have too many. Well, here's what's fun is you can, you're going to edit this so you can just pick who did it better. A.K.A. you. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> all, 
I will start just because uh, you kind of mentioned this earlier. Uh, Australia does have snakes, uh, much like America. Uh, granted, their snakes are fucking awful. Uh, do you know that Australia also at one time had like horse-sized ducks? <laughs> yeah, isn't this like the it's like the oldest debate on Reddit? It's like, would you rather battle one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? But I'm not kidding. I think they did used to have horse-sized ducks. I mean, I believe it. There were just there were all kinds of large. Like, can you imagine a giant sloth? They existed, and they 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 could have spooned me. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been so cool. And it's just got that dumb smile. It's always like, you know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. They would stand. Uh. Dramorn. Dramornithids were part of the Australian megafauna. One species was three meters tall. That is nine foot ten inches. Uh, it was fifty thousand years ago. Oh, I see. When I heard it, I kind of thought maybe it was like when the British showed up to start dropping off. Fucking. I feel like we would have heard about that. Uh, yeah, no, they died off a while ago. Still, horse-sized ducks. Uh, <laughs> can you believe it crazy yeah, i know <laughs> do you know dinosaurs were real i know they had a park full of them <clears throat> whatever happened to that place uh, i don't know uh so anyway yeah they do have uh large spiders but guess what what now do so so do the united states no they're called Joro spiders, or they might be Yoro spiders. They're actually Japanese. And someone, they believe that they came over maybe via someone's luggage or in shipping containers. Uh, they are bright yellow and black. Uh, they can grow to be about three inches long. So, not quite as big as I would. That's not that big. That's not that big. They look much bigger in the photo. And they also it also says they're huge and scary looking and could soon be moving into most of the eastern seaboard. Uh they're harmless to us. They don't Ugh. uh but other than just scaring the living bejesus out of you, uh they have a brightly hued blue, blue black and yellow striped legs and uh they also can survive the freeze. So don't so well, I'm glad we're on the western seaboard. Absolutely. But also, as I continue on, yeah, I just, um, I don't think three inches that big. If I had a fucking nickel. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Jesus. What up, mom? (laughs) She's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. That's right. (laughs) What? Speaking of men with small peckers. Um, so, uh, this story is kind of gross. Uh, so get ready to feel gross. Okay. So in Atlanta, there is this woman who just quit her job as a bartender so that she could breastfeed her, uh, bodybuilding boyfriend every two hours. Wait. So she's pregnant or nope. was, was pregnant. She gave birth to her daughter 20 years ago, and 
He had to, uh, hold on. What is it? Where's the quote here? Da, 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 da. Uh, she's 36 years old, gave birth to her daughter 20 years ago and said she had to dry breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours and use a breast pump to fool her body into lactating. Um, so why, so he could get like the pure milk or whatever. Apparently he thinks there's some kind of nutrients in there that help him with his bodybuilding. Uh, they found, they met each other on a website called adult breast, uh, about, it was a website about adult breastfeeding relationships, commonly known as ABRs. (laughs) (laughs) AKA abracadabra. Yeah, she said that she had always enjoyed her breast being touched during sex more than anything else, so I knew I would enjoy it. Uh, so she used dating sites and put messages on ABR forums and even an advert on Craigslist. Uh, and then she was upset because she said, I'd never, I started to think I'd never get to try adult breastfeeding. Look, Gary, I know it's a natural thing, but fucking you're 36. Put your, put your girlfriend's tits away. We're at the restaurant. We're at a fucking restaurant, Gary. Put your girlfriend's tits away. But Gary hungry. <laughs> um, so she actually didn't find anything on the, no, they actually didn't meet on one of those websites. I was wrong. Um, he was a former school boyfriend. So it just happenstance. That they were both fucking freaks. <laughs> Uh, she believes it's beca- created a magical bond between them, and he hopes nursing will give his body health benefits. Um, what have you been up to, Gary? I've been looking for some girl that would let me suck on her titties, but like in a healthy way, just like so I can get the nutrients. Wait, what the fuck? Are you serious? I didn't mean to gross you out, but you asked. No, I'm serious. I, I've been, I've been wanting to. And then fucking dream weaver. <laughs> Yeah, but they're getting criticized because they're like, so we already have a tough enough time being able to breastfeed in public. And now yeah. there's freaks like you. They aren't actually trying to breastfeed in public, are they? <laughs> I mean, that's what, there's no one saying that, but that's what the critics are, that's what the critics are accusing them of. Yeah, no, I, I doubt that dude, I mean, I don't know, you're weird enough to want to do that. Sucking on them titties like you wanted me, calling me. <laughs> Fucking uh, well, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, we're a little short. What's uh? We're at fifty-seven. Oh, that's fine because we've been going solid this whole time. Okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Um. Well, I'm gonna be in. Uh, is this this week? Mm-hmm. Well, I am gonna be in Tacoma, Washington this weekend. Tacoma. With the very funny. Uh, Jenny Johnson and uh, someone very famous. Uh, I will tell you off camera or off mic, and then I will talk to you about it. Then I will tell everyone about it next week. Uh, it's coming out to the show, and I'm very excited. Hell yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. um, I mean, gonna, he's up there. You're gonna read about it. Uh, <laughs> and then next week I'll be in beautiful. Beautiful Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then after that, I will be in... Is it really beautiful there? No, it's not. I was saying it very sarcastically. And then I will be in Brea, California, which is actually is very pretty. 
uh, if you want to come out to Levity Live. Or is that an improv? I think it's an improv. Come out to the improv at Brea. Uh, right across from the ice cream place that I saw on The Prophet. So, right there. Cool. Tell them where they can find you. We already did that. I know, right? But I just, I don't know if you're doing... Are you doing any meet and greets? We did do socials, yes. Uh, and also, you can... And as always, you can find all my dates that are coming up at chrisportercomedy.com. Uh, well, that fucking... And as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Fuck you. Come on by. That was like an 8-bit outro. Yeah, with like some Bobby McFerrin.